0: I was there. I don't have to listen to it <laughs> this week's show because it was a disaster. When you live in a beach resort, it's easy to forget whether you are playing or working. On each week's show, we settle in with a cocktail and try to figure out if there is a difference.
1: This is Day Drinking on Del Marva. I am Todd from goodcleanfunlife.com
0: and I am Tony Russo, no relation, and you're listening to Day Drinking on Del Marva, a podcast about life and culture on the Del Marva Peninsula. Todd gets to drink. Todd drinks because he gets to live here. I drink <laughs> because I have to live here. All sorts of fun stuff going on this week. Um I want to talk about television a little bit. I want to talk about podcasting a little bit. We want to talk about the weather a little bit. Um but first we are going to recognize our sponsor. Our sponsor each week is the drink that we are drinking and a small local business that we enjoy and this week it is Good Clean Fun Life Productions.
1: Yes. Good, Clean, Fun Life Productions. We have been at it for a long time, making websites, creating content for many businesses, many different sorts of businesses. And um, and of course, uh, my favorite and what I am the principal of is the uh, video production. So uh, always always coming up with something new had a lot of shoots this weekend, which we'll get into. Um, and, uh, you know, some, some new equipment, some new toys that, uh, that I've been playing with that have helped, uh, make things a, a bit more interesting, fun and, uh, uh, and just continue to push the, the envelope of what people are doing because the content that people want and that are, that's being put out there and sh- put in front of people, a la the Instagram mm-hmm. uh, or the algorithms is uh it seems to be ever-changing as well
0: (laughs) it's funny yes that no that's 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 fantastic it's i heard uh i was listening to a comedy podcast this week and they said you know uh comics used to sit around and talking about like which are the best clubs and now they just sit around trying to figure out how to beat the algorithm so (laughs) so that they can get their stuff out in front of people and Mm -hmm. It is it is exhausting. I'm actually writing about that um, this week for my own uh, Bagel Manifesto newsletter. That for a return on investment for me, it's really hard to justify working for Facebook or Instagram. I mm-hmm. would um, I would much rather. Uh, I may start another podcast. I I maybe would buy space on other podcasts. Like I might be better off just doing like advertising and things rather than, you know, for if I, if I spend four hours a week on social media, that's four hours a week that I'm working for Mark Zuckerberg and not for Tony. Russo, right. yeah. And, and my conversion isn't like, I, I look at, I have, you know, links. Right. And so <laughs> like, I don't know, like 30 people have ever clicked through my Instagram to my, you know, amazon book page you know right right and it's like okay so if they buy a book from amazon i get about three dollars so i putting in any more than three dollars worth of work into instagram is not a good return on my investment and it's like that is the beginning and the end of it like I, i have to find a way to enjoy it and i keep trying but then i sit down and i'm like well no i just feel mean now like i think it radiates meanness
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we talk a lot about it on this show and, um and the one way and uh one way posting and try not to engage more or, you know, trying to manage how much you're engaging and getting wrapped up in, in what's, what's happening. I, we've been doing it a long time, like I said, and uh you know, we started out small and doing it for fun. And I feel like, we still carry that philosophy and we're very fortunate to be working with some people who value what we do. And, and, um, if I, and I'm sorry, I want to interrupt
0: you. And not only that, but they get to keep the videos you make, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's not like they pay you money and you make a video and throw it out the window and no one ever looks at it again. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what happens to me. Like I'm like, yeah. Hey, here's my video. And people swipe past it. And then it's gone. And Yeah. Then the yeah. 45 minutes I took to try to make sure my hair looked nice is just a <laughs> wasted 45 minutes because I don't, I mean, I'm not going to keep running the same video, but if you make a video for a business, they're going to, they're going to get use out of it. They're going to get mm-hmm. mileage out of it. Mm-hmm. In addition to social media, they can put it on their website. They can put it on their YouTube page. And, you know, it's, it's not, it's not like with me where I only get one chance. Like I wrote this thing this week. no. Okay, (laughs) And then that's it, because, you know, it's a timely article and, Mm -hmm. you know, it may not be interesting to you in another in another six or eight weeks. So, well,
1: you know, it's it's worth mentioning at this point that we did uh, talk about it last week and we took some steps to promote ourselves a bit more. Yeah. Uh, Created the YouTube page, which like, I don't know why we haven't done that.
0: Well, we were, we were, we were splitting it with good, clean, fun life because you already have traffic. But I think that, yeah. um, this might, this might end up being like our own, our own yeah. niche, like people who aren't into the other things you do might, might still like this. And people who like this might not be into the other things you do and yeah. so on and so forth. But yeah, so we do have our, our YouTube pages up now and this, hopefully you're watching this on it or listening. I, I never realized the number of people and my daughters among them that just puts right. on YouTube and walks away. like. Yeah. She, she listens to people play video games while she's doing other things. Oh, yeah. And it's that's so foreign to me. That's what makes me feel like old, you know? Like, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: It, I mean, our kids do the same thing, uh, you know? And, I don't know if it's a generational thing, but they don't put headphones on either. So it's like the whole house is listening to it. And and my son came downstairs this morning. He had something a video playing upstairs. He came down, Philip water bottle, whatever. And he's like, "Wow, that's just for my phone. That's really loud." I'm like, "Son, I know how loud it is. <laughs> I hear it all the time."
0: <laughs> uh, I had a I had a little. Um, we each week we talk about one cool thing, and I want to talk to talk to you about that in a second. But I. I have a Facebook post that I'm going to make, or I may make, um, that's, I think, a little bit plays into the algorithm, and I just wanted to look up the the correct things. I was sitting in there in the pool this morning um, working out, and the lifeguard usually brings music to play, and I guess somebody must have complained, because he used to play like 70s, 60s and 70s rock. Like, yes, the Beatles, but also, you know, occasionally Led Zeppelin. And this morning it was like James Taylor and the Eagles and Uh. you know the easy listening type of rock and roll. And I was thinking about people complaining, you know, about Led Zeppelin. And, you know, Led Zeppelin is about as old as me. You know, I think Mm -hmm. they I think they started making records in nineteen sixty eight. I was born in nineteen seventy. Um and so and I'm 50, right? I'm 51. Yeah. And so I'm I'm like, okay, this is 51-year-old music. What were 51-year-olds listening to when I was born? So Right. What was what was being played when 51-year-olds in 1970 were born? Like I'm right. listening to music from when I was born and the only song I've even heard of is i ain't got nobody and that's that's an old one um mm-hmm. but it's like wabash that, blues isham jones and his orchestra same yeah. with music paul whiteman and his orchestra and yeah it's all
1: or- orchestra stuff right yeah,
0: yeah yeah big big band not, not even it, we, this is before big band this is mm-hmm. um and it's just shocking to me how different like m- music today whether i like it or not isn't so isn't it a different animal from whatever Led Zeppelin was doing? You know, it's right, right. kind of based on what Led Zeppelin was doing. But this stuff from the 1920s is not based on anything except six old white men who are like, maybe we'll stop playing Beethoven for a while. You know? <laughs> right. There's right. This- and
1: then the only place that you could listen to it is you'd have to go somewhere to... <laughs> Listen to an orchestra so that you you know the coordination involved in just listening to music in the twenties
0: yeah not even not even radio in most places you could have a um a victrola mm-hmm. and that would be that would be the beginning and it's just i don't know it's just uh i would like to add, challenge people to to look at what song was the number one hit you know when they were born
1: and, and then it and it always begs the question is what will the babies that are born today be listening to in 50 years.
0: Yeah. I I wonder if it's going to be like, like I said, today isn't so much radically different from 1970 as far as, as like music is a freer thing. Now more people Mm -hmm. are making what they want. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, certainly now that, uh, you know, now, now that black people are allowed to make music, you know publicly <laughs> you know that has certainly changed so i feel like the 90s is really you know even even though i know that people who who like rap and hip hop and RB, you know might look a little snidely at the 90s but i feel like the 90s was the watershed and now yeah. people are just Nin- making whatever they want
1: 90s were uh amazing i saw a f- i saw a, a interesting factoid that Um, one year in the nineties, every billboard top 100, number one was by a black artist. Oh, wow. One year. And, uh, I mean, and yeah, you know, there's, there's been plenty, uh, before and since then, but I, you know, I do think, I think that's, uh, a good testament to it being a a watershed and, you know, the, the kind of the ultimate, uh, you know, years of years of music.
0: I'm looking at the top 100 from 1970, mm. and there are like three good songs on it. It's <laughs> it's tough. The top five, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water mm-hmm. by Simon and Garfunkel, Close to You by The Carpenters, American Woman by The Guess Who, Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head by VJ <laughs> Topkins, and War by Edwin Starr. So, oh, yeah. Two, two songs that aren't bad. Um, but it's not, there's a lot of, this is where music started to get very soft. I mean, let it be, Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to spend all day reading this, uh, reading this list. It was just something that occurred to me. Um, like things like that get traction on social media, but that doesn't make people buy murder books from me. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) It might. (laughs) might. Hey, this, this murder writer guy likes. Led Zeppelin. It was complaining at the pool. I'm actually not even nuts about Led Zeppelin. It's just it was just a
0: good. It was a good example of like Led Zeppelin doesn't sound like, even to young ears. Led Zeppelin doesn't sound like, um, whatever song I said. Uh, I ain't got nobody from 1921. Right? Yeah. Like if 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 one of your kids were to listen to. I don't know. Uh, what was the Thor movie, right? The uh, the ah yeah yeah. So if it they were to listen fun. to that, they wouldn't say, "Wow, I can't believe anybody ever listened to this." But you <laughs> yeah, hear like, "Ah, right. ain't got no." And you're like, <laughs> "Really?" Wow, 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 wow. Anyway, uh, each week we talk about one cool thing that happened to us because we lived here or because we work here. And I'm gonna let Todd go first because I might not shut up about mine after I mention it.
1: <laughs> well, I think uh I one cool thing that we got to do is we got to see one of our, our friends and people that we uh really enjoy listening to them play music. Kristen uh and Kristen and the Noise made a turn. She she was out for a bit. Uh and this is somebody who plays with her band quite frequently and year-round and um you know is is quite a hustler. And uh she was out with a low medical condition. Everything's fine. And but about two months off, which was definitely a a lot for uh, for her and the band. And they played on Saturday night. And of course, with the, uh, you know, the the ridiculous weather that we've been having um, or that happened over the weekend with the Nor'easter sustained winds of, you know, 20 miles an hour, gusts up to 45 miles an hour pounding ocean and we're at, we're up in Dewey at the starboard, uh, you know, which is a mile wide, I mean, a mile long and a couple hundred yards wide, right. uh, separating the ocean from the, from the Bay, uh, people, people turned out and people, uh, turned out to have a good time. And, um, the, they, they put on a, they put on a great show and it's just a, it, I think people if I'm making predictions about the summer, which we do all the way through uh, you know, and people are going to be pent up and ready to go uh, for, for, for this summer Uh, or they have been pent up and they are now ready to go. Um, And it was a, uh, it it was a good time. I, uh, you know, it's always fun to listen to live music and it's even more fun to uh, do it when you know the people who are making the music and, when uh, everybody there is there specifically to have a good time,
0: you know? Yeah. I, I mentioned before, um, you know, I, I've just written something about Dewey beach and they are expecting, you know, kind of record crowds this year. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, yeah. they're expecting at least back to normal, busier, certainly busier than last year, yeah. which was all, which was very busy indeed. So yeah. uh, for being like a, I guess a transitional COVID year, um, I'm, I'm still keeping, that's hard, that's hard
1: for you to admit. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, i it, it, it's, it's hard for me to accept it Yes. Is. Um, but, uh, I, I'm getting out, I'm getting out a little bit. I, I'll be doing, like I guess in my cross country trip this year. So there's mm-hmm. that, um, my one cool thing. And I meant to say this in the introduction, I'm a, I'm an award winning author, um, dragged into the light. Took the silver medal for true crime in the international publishers. In the, it's it's a bigger deal that I'm making out because <laughs> everyone's very excited. Independent is, Publishers Awards. That's what it's.
1: Called. Okay. So uh, are, the, are is the panel independent publishers?
0: uh No, the panel is true crime. True crime writers. So oh, cool. It's 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 really it's really quite a big deal. Stephanie won it last year. Um so it's the way that i kind of just to to put it in perspective um independent presses are like people like my publisher who puts out maybe five or six books a year Mm -hmm. um and he won three i was one of three of his books that won prizes uh the greyhound um shared a prize for they did that dog book do you remember they did that dog book like Best yeah. dog stories it was it was an anthology of the best dog stories or whatever oh. on that one, and um a book about a history book about the uh eastern shore of virginia one for for seeking publishing but the other publishers also include university presses, so Princeton and Stanford are among the presses as well as small, truly independent presses. So it's 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 apparently a big deal. Apparently, they send you an actual medal. Stephanie oh, cool. told me, and so I'll I'll wear that on the show for a year. or So
1: <laughs> you need to put make a plaque, and we'll set it up, uh, you know, right behind yeah. you, <laughs> yeah, your head with all of with all of your other awards.
0: But I had been having a really difficult time, and you know, a lot of times when, especially when you're in between projects, um, or you're working on a project and you're not really talking much about it. You know, you're like, Am I wasting my time? Like, I know my mom liked the book, I know my friends like the book, but it's mm-hmm. for a guy who thinks he doesn't need uh justification or or attaboys from strangers, I was I was completely mistaken. I, I felt really, really relieved that a that a professional judge read this and said, Yeah, this is one of the best books, one of the best true crime books that came out of an independent publisher this year. So Yeah.
1: That's very, fantastic.
0: Very gratifying. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to talk about a little bit this year, this week, is tag, which is a sport on ESPN.
1: Um you didn't tell me it was on ESPN.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. It was on ESPN. Oh, wow. It's not something, it's not like for disc golf where you can just play it in the park. All right. So <laughs> I there was someone had either posted probably on Twitter, um, something about professional tag. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I've got to look to see what it is. And it's one on one. So there's a a space and let's say it's maybe 20 yards by 20 yards. Okay. And there are obstacles, tables and things you can walk on and climb on and jump over in between the two of you and one guy has to tag the other guy in under 20 seconds. It is almost fun to watch. Almost. But it is a no, but also really poorly produced. So I didn't really watch the whole thing. So these are 20 second bouts, right? Yeah. It's a half hour show. They, <laughs> yeah, so that, yeah. They have about, I don't know, 10 20 second bouts in a half hour show. And then they do a lot of talking and in this particular one i watched which is where i was just just flabbergasted they yeah. have a special timer that goes off and goes on and there was a 15 a televised 15 minute delay while they were trying to make the timer work and i didn't watch those 15 minutes I just kept fast forwarding and fast forwarding and fast forwarding. And it's just two guys standing there looking at one another and, and the, uh, the, the people what? talking and yeah. I'm sorry, i forgot to turn my phone down um, and the people talking. And, but there was also like this great athleticism where they would run up these steps and jump over the thing. And I saw a guy dive through the monkey bars to tag another guy. And that was fun. Yeah. um, Right. But they gotta they got they should fire the announcers and just have somebody cut that up into TikTok videos or something because I could right. watch 20 seconds of grown-ups playing tag. I can't watch a half an hour of 20 seconds of grown-ups playing tag and 10 minutes of people talking about people playing tag.
1: I think this here's my theory. I think that's exactly what they're doing. I think they're making a televised TikTok content generating show. Wow. That is that is terrible. But it doesn't matter because they're still. Well, I feel better about
0: it. At least at least somebody is not wasting 40 minutes. Like I cannot believe anybody ever gets so stoned that they can't change the channel. Yeah. Like you're just watching people talk and stand there and look at one another. I mean, you may as well watch the podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think it's I mean, we talked about the evolution or de-evolution of uh of television you know starting with reality shows that are much cheaper than make so yeah so here you have a show and then, again this is just my theory that is uh you know poorly produced cheap to make but you are you you're leveraging views uh through you know the the one time the guy dives through the the monkey bars to mm. you know
0: well because that's the other thing when i was i was talking earlier about. Um before we started about comedians who were complaining about trying to game, not game, but figure out the algorithm. Right. One of the right. things that Facebook and I, I said that I've said a lot of times on the show before, I don't like working for Mark Zuckerberg, but one of the things that if you get enough views, they will send you money. Yeah. You know, excuse yeah. Me. <laughs> Forgot to bring something to drink and I'm getting all dry mouthed Now it was ill conceived.
1: Well, and and it's also, I, the part two of my theory is that it's also like bar television. Um, You know, people don't watch network TV at home anymore. And like, wait, you know, like, where do you watch TVs? Well, they're, they're on at bars and in hotels and, you know, and doctor's offices and doctor's offices are even worse. But uh, I have found myself on a number of occasions sitting and watching um oh shoot what's the name of that show like uh american ninja warrior you know so similar where, type it's, show. Like
0: a, it's a it's a it's a um
1: obstacle course, obstacle course right
0: course i couldn't think of the word yeah
1: yeah so like <laughs> and you're just watching it. You can't hear the annoying announcers. Yeah. Uh, you stop paying attention when they're doing like the, the background story of how Susie is a teacher right. and, you know, works out at the local gym. But then when they're, when they're doing the thing, you're like, you're immediately hooked in and you're pulling for this person, you know, to get, right, but the, then you can
0: check, you can check out immediately and go and back to chuck- your beer or your conversation or whatever.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so I, like, these these people have figured something out.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and also the teams were sponsored by like cryptocurrencies, so this could be mm-hmm. like a like one of those bro sports that I don't really know about, but like everybody's super super into. Uh, right, just like I mean, you know, they're they're just as beer pong and um, yeah. What was the other one that got so popular that was just a dumb game? Um, cornhole. Well, yeah, but cornhole. Cornhole is older than you think. I'm I'm a cornhole hipster. I I was playing okay, cornhole okay. a long time ago. Uh, it's it's a game. It was actually from Kentucky, and so okay. my wife is also from Kentucky. So that's where I learned to play it a, a, a long time ago. I was trying to think of the other one that they made into like a television show. There's beer pong. Oh, and like disc frisbee. As I was saying with 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 disc. Oh, frisbee. yeah. More, right? yeah. And I'm sure they're fun to play. I'm. I mean, I've played disc frisbee. It's a lot of fun to play. I yeah. don't know how fun it is to watch, but. There's, it feels I don't know money laundering like like <laughs> let's invest in this team, and then you know we can say that this is where all our money's coming from from all of right. the uh, all of the team merch we're selling. But that was uh it was bizarre. I, I encourage you to check it out. I don't encourage you to watch it. Um, but you know punch in punch in you know professional tag on YouTube. Watch a couple seconds. I'm telling you, when they start talking, it's going to be for a long time. And <laughs> that was, I'm sorry. So one of the, the timer was down. Yeah. And that was, and like, it's tag. Can't you just have someone stand on the other side and say, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> three
1: Mississippi. <laughs> I mean, it's just. Or just blow the air horn when 20 I, seconds got Look up. at the clock. It's not <laughs> like you need the, the
0: floor to flash and they don't know what's going on.
1: Right. Um, right.
0: So anyway, so tag on television. I can't recommend it, but I can't tell you not to watch it.
1: Um,
0: Also, a little bit from the corrections, not corrections, but adjustments department. Um, I have been saying for years that any um, that most drinks that you can use simple syrup in, you can use St. Germain in instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is not the case with the mint julep, according to my brother, Bobby. It's a little too boozy. Um, and you need to throw in some simple syrup as well. The, the, the St. Germain needs, has a nice flavor, but it doesn't do enough to take the edge off of the, um, mint and the bourbon and you should add simple syrup. So that's correction. When you said, uh, when you said the Derby, um, that reminded me to, uh, to make that correction. Mm -hmm. Um, and then. Pushing right along, I should have mentioned this earlier. Um, podcasting is over in the metaverse.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a quick foray into uh, some good numbers for the Dewey Rog podcast, and now it's just all gone.
0: Just all gone. Well, one of the things we were saying is like when you, it's it's almost very much like TikTok when you first put your podcast up there, you got this spike,
1: mm-hmm. but then
0: it faded like immediately. Yeah, and only two of my shows ever even got uploaded to. Um, to Facebook, none of the podcast, none of Day drinking on Marva, we couldn't even make it work, and yeah. it's just a testament to how buggy it was, it, you know. And it's Facebook; it's like trying to get Google on the phone. Like, yeah. if you if you use a regular podcast host, you can call the host and say, "Hey, my podcast isn't working." But like, if it's working everywhere and not on Facebook, there's nothing you can do. If you go to if you go to help, it just says this is where you put your RSS feed, and it'll work, and it don't.
1: It's not not always that easy,
0: but it's. This is the first thing I've seen them back all the way out of. Am I mistaken? Is there something else that they gave up on and walked away?
1: Oh.
0: I mean, they bought Instagram, so
1: yeah, yeah. Um, that was the only
0: other place they were getting beat.
1: Did they kill? Did yeah? I don't. I don't. Uh, it's I interesting. Mean, were, oh, I know. Uh, Facebook Watch. Oh,
0: they te- yeah, they don't, they don't do them. television anymore either. They don't. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were, yeah, because I thought they were making shows and all of that.
1: I don't uh, I don't think so. I think that was like, went the way of Quibi. Ah. You know? Yeah,
0: well, it gets expensive to pay people to do things. And if you're not <laughs> making enough money.
1: When you can just get idiots to do it for free you and then make money off of them.
0: Like me, absolutely. <laughs> um, and along those lines, so I've been looking for work. If anybody has any work to throw my way, uh, reach out. But I've been looking to get back into podcasting. And there are a shocking number of people who are advertising for podcast editing internships, like edit our podcast for free, and then you'll get good at editing podcasts. Yeah. And it's, you expect that kind of thing as a writer, like they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can work, we've talked about this a thousand times, you know, work for, uh, exposure or whatever and you know um i've written for free to have a place to publish Mm -hmm. i write for myself for free all the time i write for some websites for very little money if if they're going to publish something that i'm working on but the idea of just editing someone's podcast and like you can't even use that in your you know in your yeah. resume, you, you can't even say, here's a podcast I edited because you don't know. Because if they're not paying their editor, then the show's probably garbage. So yeah. so it's not like you can edit it and make it sound like it's not a garbage show, <clears throat> you know, run on a shoestring. So anyway, don't work for free. My, uh,
1: my thoughts on that are it's, it's kind of like when everybody decided to become a uh, – a Facebook photographer Sorry, a Facebook photography page, uh, Uh, you know, and there are, there are people like your wife and my wife who, uh, you know, who are very good and have either a side business or their, their whole business. But when it's just like everybody who had a camera decided that they were going to, uh, you know, launch a site, I feel like that's, that's where podcasting is right now. And the, and the evolution in that is, it's like, oh, well, it's not just talking for a half hour. It's, you know, it's piecing it together. It's making it sound good. It's promoting it. That's where we drop off. But, you know, I, and, and so trying to find other people and because of the popularity of podcasts to convince them that like it'd be good for exposure is yeah, just I, I think that's.
0: I would I would host a show for free like this or for little money. But Mm -hmm. the editing part is the one that that gets me because it's just it's the least fun. It's the most work Mm -hmm. and it's the least sexy. Like nobody's nobody's going to say, wow, I didn't even hear. (laughs) I didn't even hear them say I'm once this show like no one's going to notice that. So, right. I think
1: I think for you, Tony, what would be better? And I thought about this for us just to do it back and forth where Uh, Maybe we should write some ad copy uh, for the other person to read, you know, like. Oh, yeah. So like you you could write about a a business or my business. I could write about you and your books and try to come up with fun and creative ways to uh, to do a little ad reads. So they're actual ad reads as opposed to, you know just talking off the
0: cuff. Yeah, and also that way you would know in advance that it was your turn and I would know in advance that it was my turn. <laughs> the
1: yeah. only problem with this idea is I would benefit much more greatly than, than you would. <laughs> it's like, it would be Tony Rosso writes books. Yeah, check him out. Check out his Check books. him out. He's fun.
0: All right, well, we're up against it here. Um, please subscribe if you're listening. Um, follow us. I guess it's now called and uh, and if you like it, please tell other people so that they can like it as well. I I did the newsletter last week, and I think that came out very well. I'll do that again yeah. this week. I have an extra day to get it done. That always means that I have plenty of extra time to uh, procrastinate. So I love the extra twenty four hours of procrastination that I have <laughs> built into my week now.
1: But yeah, we're we check to- out and yeah, check right. out our uh, our YouTube page too. Day drinking on Del Marva
0: very cool and uh that's all i got for this week how about you i got nothing all right well until next time remember
1: at the beach it's happy hour whenever you say it.
0: day drinking on Marva with todd DeHart and tony russo is produced weekly mostly by dumb luck you can join them wednesday afternoons or find them online at daydrinkingondelmarva.com thanks for listening and we'll check back in with you next week